Dave Wyman is the Associate Director of Operations at Bond Benefits Consulting and graduated from the University of Rochester in 2015. Before completing his bachelor's degree in history and business, Dave took some time to work professionally. Join us today as we chat about his transition back into higher education, how he's handling a full-time job while pursuing an MBA at Simon Business School, and his thoughts on going with your gut. As always, thank you for listening to Careers Unfiltered. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Careers Unfiltered. My name is Danae, and I am joined with my co-host, Bryce. Hello, everybody. Hi, Bryce. And today, we are joined with the Associate Director of Operations at Bond Benefits Consulting and a 2015 alum, Dave Wyman. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, welcome. How are you? How, are you? how was your journey in? Oh, it was good. Unfortunately, it's raining today, which is never fun, but... Yeah, uh, it's Rochester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the traffic wasn't too bad, so... Good. That's good to hear. Yeah. So we're, we're happy to have you here. And one of the reasons I think for me, I was so interested in your career journey is because you've had quite an interesting path. Yep. Like you said before, I'm a 2015 graduate of the College of Arts and Sciences. Uh, I was a history major while I was here and uh, did a business minor. So I guess my journey was a bit unique in that I took some time off um, while I was a student here. I basically started, I I started uh, focusing on history and then I left the university for about two years and um, went to work for a local business, uh, probably heard of it, Mark's Pizzeria. And I started there as a delivery driver, kind of just wanting to make some money, live off campus and found that I really liked it there and started kind of working my way up to an assistant general manager position in the the store on Monroe Avenue. And then eventually I was promoted to a general manager and I uh, opened a new store in Wayne County in Lyons, New York, which is a pretty small, small town, right straight down 31 uh, into yeah. Wayne County. Okay. So yeah, that's where uh, Jim Beheim is from there. Yes. Jim <laughs> Beheim is from Lyons. Yep, Fun fact. They, yep. He, that's their claim to fame. So... <laughs> But it was uh, it was a really great experience, and ultimately gave me you know gave me a lot of benefit. There was a time where I just kind of felt that I was ready to come back, and that's that's when I made my way back here. I was pretty invested in the history major. Um, I I really do I love history. I'm a student of history, uh, but I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to be doing with that degree. So I decided to take up a business minor, and I'm glad I did. So when you took time off and then you came back. I would guess that provided you with a different perspective kind of on higher education once you returned. Yes, absolutely. Definitely coming back was a very different experience than being on campus originally. I was much more focused, more driven. I knew exactly what I wanted to get. It, yeah, it just it just definitely changed my experience. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people who come to a top-tier university like the U of R often don't have a ton of real-life work experience prior to coming to the university. And so... I think that's something that's very important to have, because if you don't have that, it's hard to know really what's going to happen after you graduate. And I'm sure that was part of the reason why um, you added the business minor and why, you know, you took some time away. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, while I was here originally, I I kind of lost sight of the future and didn't really know where this was going to take, be taking me. Um, you know, obviously being at the University of Rochester, it's a big investment. Um, at the time, I didn't know how that was going to pay off for me. Um, so part of the reason why I left was to get some experience, and part of the reason why I left was to get some kind of more instant 
financial gratification. And I, and I did that and it was, it was great. Got some management experience, uh, leadership experience. Um, while I was in Lions, I managed a crew of about 20 people, part-timers and full-timers, store managers, and went from a store that, you know, we had just opened to pretty decent, pretty decent sales. So working as a general manager for Mark's Pizzeria, were you, while in that position, were you thinking like, hey, like I can picture myself doing this longer term. So what is then the best route to do that? Because now you're the associate director of operations. So it definitely seems like you're very successful in doing so. Yeah, um, definitely saw myself um, after working at Marks being in the business world. Um, okay. That's kind of what changed my my career course, so to speak. I guess when I first started off, I had you know the dream of being a teacher or being you know a, even better a, a professor um, at a university. And you know, it's history is very competitive. Not a ton of opportunity unless you're really, really, really work, willing to work for it. I don't know. I just didn't see myself being able to make it. I kind of took that realization to heart and thought maybe I should change course a little bit. And also I didn't really want to be, uh, you know, a middle school teacher or something like that. No offense to the people. I just didn't, I saw myself teaching older students. Right, right. Definitely. And I, I think there's so much to be said about gaining some work experience while continuing your education because there's so many valuable skills that you learn in that like you're learning how to be a leader you're learning how to work with people with maybe different work styles or conversational styles and you're not sure how to navigate certain things and I think it really strengthens your experience going forward yeah definitely being in a real uh, work environment with real successes and failures um, I think it really builds your soft skill set and I'm sure that's something that you found useful because now you're working towards an executive MBA through Simon. So could you talk a bit about that experience? Sure. Uh, yep. So I'm currently a, a second year student at the Simon Business School in the executive MBA program. It's been quite a ride so far. I started last year and um, I decided I, I really wanted to give it a shot and, and try to go back to school again. I had heard a lot about the executive executive MBA program because as a working professional, um, I work full time. I also have two young kids. Um, I have a three year old son and a six year old daughter. Okay. So that I, I needed something that would match my schedule. Um, I applied and was accepted, and it was really exciting. And it is it is a very difficult program, but it's very rewarding. Um, it is really cool that I get to learn things on Friday and Saturday, and apply those things I learned on Monday. Oh, that's great. And and that's one of the great things about continuing your education as a professional is that you can take the things you learn and then immediately apply them. Like you said, learn something on Friday, turn around on Monday, come into the office and be applying those exact concepts. Yeah, yeah that's definitely like a great scenario. I, I wish I was doing that right now. But I'm, I'm curious if when you were applying for the program, were did you have like hesitancies? Like, were you like, oh, I don't know, like this is it's a little scary or were you just ready to do it? I, I definitely some, some hesitation there. It was, you know, it's very intimidating applying for that program. It was, I had to, I had to write three essays. I had to get letters of recommendation from people I work with. Um, I had to get buy-in from my leadership, of my company in taking off Fridays. So it, was, it wasn't easy to get everything together, but I'm glad I stuck with it. I feel like it's definitely going to pay off for me. I agree. And it's definitely a bit of a commitment, but I do think like there's definitely long-term investment there. Yeah. So with the executive MBA program, 
so far, um, now, now that you're well, well into it, what has been what you expected? And on the other hand, what hasn't? That's a good question. Um, I guess one of the things I was surprised about was how quantitative the program is. Um, it's, it's very numbers focused and I just didn't, I guess I didn't look at it that way. Um, you know, being not really being knowing too much about, um, the Simon business school, maybe as much as I, as much as I do, at least now being a student there. And I thought that I might struggle with that. Uh, being a history major, math was never a focus of mine. And I've actually excelled in the in the math, and it's been great. It's actually, actually probably be my favorite part of the program is the are the quantitative courses. And I really didn't think that that was going to be the case. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you say that because I think th- this is something that's come up a lot of times when we talk with U of R alums is having like an interdisciplinary experience of U of R allows alumni oftentimes to step into areas in which they might not be as comfortable. Yes. And it's definitely, you know, the U of R is great because it really does offer a lot of different support for students, whether you're an undergrad or a graduate student. So when I was an undergrad here, I, I used the services of the, the Career Center. Um, I, I needed help with my resume when I was applying for internships. Um, I needed help prepping for an interview for my internship. And then now while I'm at Simon, I, I take advantage of uh, the tutoring that they have there. And it's been great. I, so I get to work with current full-time students that have taken the class. And it's really a lot of help um, working through some of the problems. Because with the executive MBA pro- program, everything is so compressed. You you, don't, you go to class, it's uh, one Friday a month and every other Saturday. And then you take about probably usually two classes at a time, and um, there's a lot of work that you're responsible for on your own, uh, self-learning, um, which is a really good experience. But without having the guidance of, of more class time, I, I try to rely on other resources when I need to. Yeah, that, that's really interesting, the, the schedule where it's one Friday a month and then every other Saturday, you said? Yes. Wow. So that's that's really interesting because... It's designed for working professionals, and so a lot of it is then the onus is kind of on you to learn the material and then come in those three times a month and meet with everyone else and say, here's what I've gathered from yeah, from wow. How do you how do you stay motivated through all these things with two young children at home working full time in a management position and then doing a schedule like that? How are you staying motivated and getting everything done? Well, it, it's definitely like I said before, it's helpful to see the reward coming, you know, to me immediately. Absolutely. Uh, being able to turn it around and, and use what I what I learned. And also it does help to keep the end in sight. Um I do know that in May of 2020, I'll be done. So that helps to motivate me a little bit, to be honest. Um, but you know, I, I definitely feel that I'm teaching my kids a valuable lesson, um, in the value of education. Um, and it's been a good experience for me. I've already got promoted since I started the program because my super, my bosses are, are big supporters of the University of Rochester. They were very supportive of me doing this program, and they recognize the value in it. And it's been um, a very positive experience for me all around. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier how, you know, learn something on Friday, turn around Monday, bring it in. So could, could you talk about maybe some examples of that, how you've applied what you've learned in the MBA program towards your work as the Associate Director of Operations? 
Sure. So um, we've taken some courses on, uh, one course in particular was on uh, organizational strategy. One of the key points that we learned in that class was uh, aligning incentives. So it's really changed my thinking in a lot of ways and um, and looking at looking at members on my team and saying, okay, what is their incentive to finish this job? Um, and does it go against the incentive of another member of the team? Because that that is a real thing. Some people might you know, just, just based on even financial incentive or recognition, be acting against the interests of somebody else. Yeah, that's something that as, so I'm an economics major here. Um, incentives is a huge, that that's like the entire basis of behavioral economics. And so it's interesting to see that you you can just take that and apply that directly to your workplace and say, okay, maybe the reason this project isn't working out is because the incentives for the, the individuals working on it do not align with the greater the greater uh, objective. And, you know, that's something that the U of R economics department historically has been very interested in is that kind of behavioral economics slant, you know. And um, our recent alum who won the Nobel Prize in economics, um, economic sciences, uh, Richard Thaler, his entire body of work is around that idea of behavioral economics. So it's very interesting to see how you've applied that directly in the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's been a, a pleasure. I, there's a ton of um, really great professors at the Simon School that were here when Th- uh, Thaler was here. And it was just, it's a really cool thing to be learning from them directly. Right now, I'm taking a course on uh, capital markets. And it's all about market efficiency. And it's from uh, Professor Jerry Warner. Um, and he's a really, really great professor. I just love to hear that you're gaining a lot from the MBA program. Because it often is difficult for a lot of professionals to continue their education. I was speaking with my supervisor from my internship this summer, and he did a similar program at uh, St. John Fisher. And he said it was very difficult for him to transition from the workplace back to going to school, getting back in the flow of writing papers and taking exams. So for you, how has that transition been? And you've, you've done this transition multiple times where you left academia, went to the workforce, and then came back. So could you talk about those transitions? Sure. Yeah. So that was one of the things when I was applying for the executive MBA program, I I was telling myself I've done this before. So when I came back the first time, it was it was very intimidating uh, coming back and being on campus. I was a little bit older. I kind of had gotten out of the flow of things. But I just, I knew what I wanted to get out of it. And I just kind of kept pushing. Um, as a, um, be, having some work experience definitely helped my communication. I wasn't scared to ask a question when I needed to. Um, I wasn't scared to seek out different resources, relied on advisors to make sure that I was hitting my classes and, and taking the right courses so that I can make my history major and my, my business minor. And then to be honest, when I came, when I, going back to school for the executive program, it was even easier because they really, they want, they, they want to make it as easy as possible for you. They do a lot for us um, so that when we come in on, to school on Fridays and Saturdays, all we have to worry about is learning while we're there. We don't have to worry about anything else. And it's, that's really great. It's made it a lot easier to transition back in. And one of the uh, unique things for the, about the EMBA program is that you are on a, a a team of about five, five or six people, and you go through the entire program with that same team. So 
uh, like your second day that you're there, you're assigned the team, you meet the team, and then you jump in. And you have a lot of work that is independent. Um, you have independent exams, but you also have a lot of team projects, team homework assignments. So my team, we meet twice a week, every single week, to make sure that we have our work done and that we that way we can rely on each other. And uh, we all bring different skills and strengths to the table. And that's also really helped. Yeah, and one thing you said... You knew what you wanted to get out of it. And I think that's very important, especially especially for undergraduates who a lot of the time come in not really knowing what they want to get out of it. And so maybe it, it would be more useful for people to take a path similar to yours where they have some time in the, the workforce, get some real-world job experience before they come to the, the university or any other higher education. Yeah, that was definitely valuable to me. I think you can get a lot of the same experience from an internship, too. You know, it's really great to, to do internships. I only did one while I was here, and that's something that I regret. I wish I had done more. Um, I did an internship with MVP Healthcare in their Medicare strategic business unit. And um, it was a great experience. You you go in, you learn their office culture, you have to interact with other working professionals, you get real tasks assigned to you, as I'm sure you know. And it's um, it's a really great experience. And that, that internship, I mean, really directly set me up to be where I am today because I stayed kind of in the industry. Where I work now, Bond Benefits Consulting, um, we uh, sell and service MVP healthcare products. Wow, that's pretty full circle there. Yeah. I'm a little curious about, let's say there's a student out there who is maybe a history major and they do have interest in other fields, maybe such as business. What would you say to them if they were hesitant about maybe branching out into that area that they might have a bit of passion for, but they're just nervous? Like, do you have advice for them? Yeah, I would say, you know, really try to go with your gut. If you think you might be interested in it, chances are you might. Um, and it's definitely worth trying it out, whether it's taking a class. Um, and there's a lot of different ways where you can incorporate a business class into your curriculum and um, have it not have it count against you or try to get an internship. And I guess, you know, try as much as you can to rely on relationships that you may have, because those can definitely help you. If there's somebody that you know, or somebody that your parents know, or whatever that may be, and I know the professors here are a lot of help as well, even having just coffee with them and discussing whether whether it's about their career path or your, or your career path, um, it's not a lot to ask. And uh, I definitely wouldn't mind having coffee with somebody and talking about my journey with them. That's awesome. I know like a big theme here in the office is connections. We talk about connections a lot and building those relationships and how crucial they are when you are maybe in a space where you're not really sure what you want to do. And I think that's what our main objective here is with the podcast, by having students be able to listen and hear different backgrounds of different alums or staff members at the U of R and hearing what maybe, oh, I started out as a history major, but now I'm doing this, or I wanted to be a performing artist, but now I'm in, I don't know, something else. So it's just so interesting to be able to have a space. And I think all the encouragement that these students can get and other, even other people listening, I think it's great. So I think that's a good point to, to wrap it up on. So thank you so much, Dave, for coming on and sharing your story with us. It was a pleasure to have you on. And like Danae said, I think that your story especially can be a lot of help to a lot of our listeners who might might be kind of searching for their their path, their purpose. And so thank you so much for taking the time to come on today. Absolutely. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Dave. If you like what you're hearing, give us a rating on your podcast listening platform of choice, subscribe, and share us with your friends. Thank you so much, 
and see you next time on Careers Unfiltered. <laughs>